This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hi, you're listening to Sports and Quirks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And we, as always, are going to talk about all the sports happenings. Um... As anyone who is watching sports this last week knows that some big things are happening in football, but that doesn't mean that other things aren't happening in college basketball, where Gonzaga and Baylor both remain number one (laughs) and (laughs) number two uh, for what, like the hundredth week in our lives? Not a hundredth. It's like the eighth or ninth week. All of the season? I don't even know pretty much the whole season like they've been crushing it and dominating even though Baylor was down they're like it was like the widest gap like the widest margin mm-hmm. against TCU this week or this last weekend and um yeah. Baylor still won because Baylor is an excellent team yeah I don't know I was thinking for a while there maybe he was gonna pull the upset but um they you know Baylor pulled away there at the end um so yeah but consistency there um we have some good games this week um texas number four is hosting number 15 texas tech um on wednesday so um in state you know whatever cross state game whatever the phrase is (laughs) um and uh two very good teams so that should be a fun game to watch it should definitely be a good um in-state rivalry matchup and thank then, you oh yes i'm sorry <laughs> thank you <for> that. <laughs> and then um so yukon their men's team surprisingly are now in the top 25 and they'll be playing number three villanova on friday oh, i thought that got postponed it got postponed it's showing is still oh i thought there was a covid issue anyways maybe i don't who knows i mean covid <laughs> we any, game, any game we talk about like could be postponed that's the reality of it so um anyways it's like we are recording on tuesday at <laughs> roughly 6 30 p.m mountain time 7 30 p.m central time things can change <laughs> um so as far as we know that game's still happening um ohio state Ranked number 21, plays number 14, Illinois, on Saturday. Number 7, Michigan. Number 23, Minnesota. Uh, number 18, Virginia. Number 12, Clemson. How do you feel about the Gonzaga-St. Mary's matchup? Um, I feel good about it. Um, BYU is the second best team in the conference um, so far this season. So... And Gonzaga handled them pretty well. So I think that St. Mary's should be a a good game for Gonzaga. Um, in past years, I 
I guess I would be more concerned, but knock on wood, I I feel good about that game. Um, but Gonzaga and Pepperdine got flexed from a 2 p.m. ESPN 2 game on Thursday to like a, a primetime game on ESPN that night because there's like no games happening because of COVID. <laughs> Yeah. So if you want to watch the Zags take on Pepperdine, <laughs> um, it was supposed to be a Pac-12 game and then that got postponed because of COVID. So um, anyways, um, Oklahoma also randomly kind of has been uh, a good team to watch this season. I, I don't know that people are really paying that much attention to them, but they have some good wins. Um, they right before Christmas they lost by two to Texas Tech, um, and then in their next game they beat West Virginia by four points, um, and then they only lost to Kansas by four recently. So they're not ranked, but I think they're kind of a team to keep an eye on um, as we get closer to March Madness. I think that's a very fair assessment. I feel like the. Big 12, good conference to keep an eye on as we get closer to um, the tournament time. And speaking of teams to keep an eye on, uh, Stanford for women's basketball remains the number one team. And you love to see it. You love to see the Pac-12 thriving at something. And no shade to the Pac-12. They have good basketball programs. Like it's it's fun, but as they're as you just mentioned, the game just got canceled because of COVID. Like you can't really be like, oh yeah, that Pac-12 game. Like now, no one's gonna watch it. Um, yeah. Plus, with the time, the tip-off times for the Pac-12 being on the West Coast, it's yeah. like a lot of people just don't slash can't watch. And so many of the games are on the Pac-12 network too. Yeah. So if you don't get that, it's kind of hard to follow along. It's, with the conference but anyways it's true it, i mean it's, it's seen with the mountain west like i would love to watch wyoming well wyoming only is on the mountain west network which <laughs> surprise surprise isn't in texas and <laughs> they the tip-off time is like eight or nine and anyone who has interacted with me in the world knows that i fall asleep at roughly eight thirty on my couch so <laughs> it just doesn't bode well for me um, but those of you who are maybe betters or you're, you're just trying to figure out what's going on in women's college basketball, Stanford is doing very well. Um, that is something to note. And, um, UConn has a very good freshman, uh, Paige Bukers, but like no one's really paying attention to how well she's doing, but that's something to put on your radar. Whether you're into betting, whether you're into women's college basketball, put it on your radar. Um, and then that game from last week that we were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so I think it was actually postponed okay. or canceled, whatever. I mean, they're using different phrasing for different games. It's, it's hard true. to keep track of, but I think that actually happened while we were recording. Oh my God. Of course it did. It did. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah, UConn versus Baylor. It didn't happen. It was going to be a big women's college basketball game. And tragically, we live in the times that we live with COVID. So maybe next season, uh, they'll get back on the calendar. Who knows? Yeah. 
would be good for the sport. <laughs> it would be really good for the sport. It would be really good for both programs. Like, obviously, UConn is a pretty high-profile women's basketball program. And who knows? Maybe the men are going to be like, oh, we're going to show up, too. Who knows? And, I mean, Baylor has been good for a very long time when it comes to women's basketball. So mm-hmm. uh, both teams have been. So it's good. It's good for the culture. It's really great. But uh, that's your... College Maybe basketball. next year. Yeah, next year, <laughs> next year we'll have better college basketball updates that don't have lots well, of I guess, postponed. I guess we should say maybe maybe next season instead yes. of maybe next year. That's true because next season is really in like seven or eight months. Yeah, and hopefully things if things aren't good by then, we have much bigger problems. <laughs> we'll become strictly a bachelor and charcuterie board podcast. God. Um, we can only hope that things have improved by then. Um, college football is officially um, done for the season. Um, Alabama blew out Ooh. Ohio State. Um, the game, the score was a lot closer, I think, than like the game even indicated. What? The score's close. No, like, okay, maybe I phrased that wrong. The game, like when if you watch the game, it yeah. felt like even more of a blowout than what you would see on paper. Oh, yes, one hundred percent. Excuse me, um, but I guess my hot take this week. I wish I hadn't watched it at all, and I'd spend my time instead watching The Bachelor live because <laughs> that game was entertaining for like maybe a quarter. Well, if you're an Alabama fan, it was great the whole time, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But if you wanted a close game or an interesting game, that ain't not it. really the one for you. <laughs> that it, it was, I feel like the first half. I'll give it maybe the first, the first half. Like Ohio State put up Are they down all of their 21 at halftime, 18 or 17. I think it maybe was 17. I don't yeah, know. They were down a lot, but they at least like put more they they scored more points in the first half than they did in the second half um my hot take of last week where they would get three touchdowns and a field goal it came true Um, wow (laughs) it's like oh how wonderful uh what a useful skill uh (laughs) (laughs) uh but like i feel like anyone could have predicted that alabama was going to win i have mixed feelings about this though um because i feel like the rest of the sec like i think alabama is carrying the rest of the sec the way germany is carrying the eu Mm -hmm. and that's like that's so frustrating because i'm like well just like make the rest of the conference better make the rest of the power five conferences better so that there's less of the like oh they didn't play this team so like how do we even like i i think like (laughs) That's uh, my impression of the upset uh, Big 12 fans on Twitter where like, Mm -hmm. okay, so Oklahoma, you know, worked Florida and Florida was like somewhat competitive against Alabama. And so it's like, well, is Oklahoma really that good? Did Florida just have a really bad day? Like there's so many like what ifs and like there's no way to be like, oh, yeah, they're like this is like definitely a good conference and like um, yes the sec is a good conference like that's not the but like how good like i want to know 
where does Oklahoma really fall in the grand scheme of things? Would they have gotten blown out like Ohio State did? Or would Mm -hmm. it have been like a more competitive game? Or like when, because I truly thought since Ohio State had done so well against Clemson that they would not have gotten worked so bad. Yeah, I was very surprised that it was such a blowout. I'm, that, it just makes me wonder. I'm like, well, would Clemson, Alabama have been a better game? Like, did they just not match up well against Ohio State? Like, I, I don't know. I know Ohio State was missing players, um, COVID injuries, whatnot. But still, I it's very confusing. It it'll definitely make for an interesting conversation um, as we go into the next season, where like we talked about a few weeks ago, it will be interesting that hopefully like these teams that no one had ever watched because, you know, like different conferences started late or like games got canceled or postponed. So we get to see all these different players and teams. Like, will that make it seem a little more fair when they do the rankings again in the fall and like who ends up in the college football playoff come December all these different bowl games, like, will we be like, oh yeah, it's not super lopsided in terms of who gets to, who gets that opportunity to win? Because, of course, college football can't be set up in the same tournament style as basketball. It's it would be terrible on the players' bodies, as well as like everyone's time. <laughs> um, like it just is not feasible, but. Like, how, how do we kind of fix that in college football? And I don't say we being Emily and myself, like, we're just two people with a podcast, but like, the general we. <laughs> the general we. like, what are, what are we going to do so that, you know, fans of the Big 12 don't feel like they've been like, they continue to be left out in the cold. And like, how do we account for like Notre Dame chooses to be part of the ACC this season? Where, like, do they go back to that? Like, how do we plan for that in future seasons? Like, do you have to play in a conference championship to be considered for a bowl game? Like, different different things like that. Yeah, you raised some interesting questions for sure. So, we'll see. All that from Alabama worked Ohio State. <laughs> and got, moral of the story. Moral of the story. They got their 18th title, and Nick Saban got his seventh title. He is the only coach to win a national championship in three different decades. What, like, how old is Nick Saban? He's like not that old, which is good on him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, NFL um, playoffs continue. We have the divisional games this weekend, so that's exciting. Um, I it was really fun to have the three um, wild card games per day last weekend. Yeah, it was. Really enjoyed that. Some good games, some blowouts, but some good games. Who are you? We'll go through like the different games that are coming up, but who do you expect to win these different divisional playoff or yeah playoff games? Um, Packers versus Rams. I think the Packers will win. How about you? I want to see the Packers. I haven't watched them enough this season. I feel like I've watched the Rams more, but like, hopefully, it's the Packers. <laughs> yeah, I. I would prefer the Rams to win, but I think that the Packers are going to. So I guess we're kind of on the same page, but not. 
two sides of the same coin. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Uh, sure. You have a fun fact for us, too, about um, Packers player Aaron Rodgers. Yes. So Aaron Rodgers fumbled the bag and announced that he might he will be a guest host for Jeopardy. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, um, sorry if Jeopardy wanted to announce that. I was just so excited. <laughs> and um, the media p- people from Jeopardy have not confirmed or denied that he will be a guest celebrity They're like, uh, our launches <laughs> off the rails <laughs> pretty much that's fun though that'll be interesting to see i think um ravens and bills i think the ravens are gonna win that one um i think they're the more consistent team maybe um what about you although i prefer that the bills win i echo that i prefer that the bills win as a member of bills mafia um i don't know lamar jackson has he has some concerns that there's potentially going to be some snow against yeah maybe it snows in like buffalo all the bills they know how to play in the snow josh allen surely knows how to play in snow fun fact did it snowed a lot where he played in college and it was not a good time um so yeah I guess like the Ravens don't really play in snow at home unless there's one of those big east coast snowstorms yeah like otherwise it's just like really wet and cold yeah I feel like Buffalo definitely gets more snow throughout the year yeah so they'll be a little more prepared so hoping the Bills win but like you said the Ravens were a bit more consistent and I talked to my grandmother, another card-carrying member of Bill's Mafia. Uh, <laughs> she lives about an hour from Buffalo, but she, like, I was a little worried with the Bills playing the Colts. I was like, I don't know, Grandma. And she's like, no, they've been getting better every game. So, like, with my grandmother's logic, they'll be getting better in this game, too, and they'll beat the Ravens. Maybe. We'll see. Um, Browns and Chiefs for that one, I want the Chiefs to win, and I think the Chiefs will win. You want the Chiefs to win? Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, Broncos fans. Oh. <laughs> Broncos fans are sorry for themselves right now. They have some positive feelings about um, some potential changes, though. So. I like Andy Reid. How can you not root for him? Um, I mean, I realize they just won last year, so, like, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of boring, but it's also going to be kind of a cool story. I don't know. That's you want the Browns to win. I'm assuming. I want the Browns to win because I I still really like Baker Mayfield and I like not ne- like I don't necessarily care about the Browns as a franchise or anything. <laughs> um, I, I have no ties to Cleveland, um, but I think it's really cool to see how the Browns have gotten themselves together over the last couple of years and that Baker like stuck it out where like everyone said that Cleveland was where quarterbacks would go to like end their careers. And so for him to go stick it out, even through some like pretty bad seasons and mm-hmm. um, like work with his team and like kind of, it seems like he's really like building that community. Um, I like the way that it's been handled. So I, I do hope to see them win only for that because it's cool to see a team that was like a joke. It's And it's the same with the Bills, right? Like the Browns and the Bills have not gone to a playoff. Like they haven't won a playoff game since like 94, 95. 
like we don't even remember those years of our lives <laughs> so. i mean yeah it's been like more than a quarter of a century probably yeah. or about that yeah so right yeah <laughs> so it's like cool to see that and like of course i like the chiefs i like I, you know i like andy reed i like i like them but it's it's a story that i can get behind for the browns of course when the chiefs win i will be like yeah i hope that the chiefs continue to no actually if if the Chiefs win and the Bills win, I no, no. I hope that the Browns win because you want the Bills to play the Browns, yeah. <laughs> and I want the Bills to win. That's fair. Bills have a better chance of beating the Browns. Like, yeah, just, I would agree with that. Yeah, the numbers started crunching in my brain. Sorry for <laughs> that. Um, the Buccaneers and the Saints, two old quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Drees. Yes. Uh, Yes. Um, who do you want and who do you think? Ooh. I am conflicted here. Mm-hmm. I guess either way, I hope that one of these teams ends up losing in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> so. I kind of feel the same way, so we can just, like, go over them quickly. Yeah, like, I I think that the Buccaneers are going to win. And I, yeah, I don't care who wins at all. I think the Bucks are going to win, but I would prefer that the Saints win. That's I think that's fair. Like, do you think that the Packers have a better chance of beating the Saints than the Buccaneers? I th- I think if the Packers beat the Rams, that they would beat either of these teams. Okay, okay. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't know. I, but I don't know. We'll um, find out in coming weeks. I hope yeah. you're right. We'll see how it all shakes out and get back to you next week <laughs> um, with all of our thoughts. NBA um, is going. There have been several game. I don't know if they're postponing. I don't even know if they're postponing them or they're canceling them, what the deal is. But games not being played as scheduled is how we'll go with this um, due to COVID. Um, so a bummer to see that. They released a bunch of new protocols and rules um, today, so Oof. hopefully those help. Hopefully. I feel like the NBA had a pretty good handle on things, um, you know, over the summer, so hopefully they that means that over the next couple of months as they're implementing these new protocols, it goes over well. Um, sidebar, I appreciate that you, COVID, it made me think of Alexis being oh. cute, David. That's all. I was like, what do we have to update on the NBA? And that was just the main thing that came to my mind was COVID is causing problems with schedules. So <laughs> you COVID, um, definitely always. <laughs> what is your game of the week? Uh, probably surprising no one. My game of the week is my beloved Buffalo Bills playing the Ravens and hopefully winning. I will be stress tweeting and probably drinking wine. What is your game of the week? <laughs> um Baylor and Texas Tech I think that'll be a good game I'm more interested in that than Texas Texas Tech um I feel like I just I need to watch more Baylor games this year well now and um I think that'll be a fun one so that's my game of the week um hot take of the week I already went over mine um the national championship you would have been better off just watching The Bachelor live than you would have been watching that game live. Um, but what is your hot take this week? So my hot take this week, UNC and Duke. Um, 
not not performing too hot. I think that one of them is not going to make it into the mm-hmm. tournament. They're wow. both bubble teams as of yeah. right now. They're bubble yeah. teams, so I think that I'm not sure which one won't make it. But like one of them is getting cut, and then probably being like, "Oh, we had issues anyway." Duke is down by four against Virginia Tech. Duke's ranked 19th, Virginia Tech's 20th. Um, two and a half minutes left in that game, and they're down by four. Um, just a little update for you there. But I I don't know. I Between the two, I don't know. Like, if only one of them can make it. It's, it's hard. Who would you pick? Um, if, like, if I had to pick which one I wanted to be in the tournament, it'd be UNC because oh, yes. I don't like but Duke. Like, but, like, if I had to go based off of how people are playing yes. – um, Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, uh, that's like really hard. Um, <laughs> as of today, as of the 12th of January, I would say that Duke has a better chance than UNC, but like that could change. Okay. I, I might like, in a month, like as they play more and they do more conference games, I might be like, oh yeah, UNC is looking better. But right now Duke. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Um, wine picks that you've been wine. What wine have you been enjoying with uh, all the games you've been watching? So I've been enjoying cheese trays as I eat games or charcuterie boards, and I had a really nice Malbec, and it was La Fica. Hmm. like yeah it was it's an argentinian wine argentine argentine wine argentinian argentine i don't know maybe argentine i don't know Uh, if you know the answer to that someone let us know if it's argentine argentinian whatever it is uh it yeah it was super it was a good red and it went really well with um some cheese boards but it wasn't like super heavy. Like I still felt mm-hmm. like I could continue on. Like it wasn't the type of red wine that like put me right to sleep. Um, it also wasn't the type of red wine that gave me a headache from drinking it. So that's always a win. Oh, it's good. Yes. <laughs> Small win. What has your wine while watching all these games? What has it been? Um, well, this is a kind of a classic for me, I guess, um, when I am needing to treat myself. But uh, A to Z Pinot Gris, which is a fun name to begin with, um, but it's like it's just a very good wine. Um, it's not too sweet. It's not like quite as sweet as like uh, some Pinot Grigios that I've had, but it's it's a little sweeter than like Sauvignon Blanc. Um, so it's just very crisp and refreshing. It's an excellent wine during the summer, um, but it's also good in the winter. So. There you go. like that. I'll have to try that one. Do you have any personal plugs? Um, leave us a review or a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. That's always helpful. Um, it's nice getting feedback, which is fun. So um, if you feel like doing that, then we would love it. What about you? I echo that sentiment because it, it's nice to know what people are thinking as they're listening. And um, the usual, listen to Tailgate Society podcasts. And it's, again, the beginning of the year. If you want to make content, hit us up. We are always looking for contributors. And again, that's all I've got this week. How about you? I think that's a good way to end it this week. And we will talk all sorts of 
sports next week um, as we're getting into the thick of things with NFL playoffs um, and college basketball is kind of, you know, coming down the stretch towards um, conference tournaments. They'll be here before we know it. And then being in Indiana. Yes. <laughs> big, big things. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next week. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.